had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. 5th Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. One, now 15 minutes, Griff will be with us. I enjoy the non-playing portion of the season. I do. I enjoy the calendar the way it is. I do not have to have football every day. I talk about it every day, but an actual game every week, I don't have to have that. I love the calendar the way it's set. I love this time of year because not only do you get Friday, Saturday, Sunday college baseball games, you get midweek games, Tuesday, Wednesday-type games, and there is a slate of them. Allen's going to be down in Miami fighting traffic, and he wouldn't be watching anyways. Allen in Tampa. But I was looking here at the schedule since George is undefeated and acting like they care about baseball, I'll, I'll mention it. Georgia hosts Presbyterian. I'm looking at, what am I looking at? DraftKings. Yeah, DraftKings. Other games. Wake Forest travels to North Carolina A&T. Clemson hosting South Carolina Upstate. We're just noting that. Coastal Carolina, where Tom's at, plays Campbell. That actually is a very, as far as the betting line, it's close to, it's not even, but Coastal Carolina minus 160. Or you can get Campbell plus 124, either way. Duke hosting Davidson is a matchup. Speaking of Georgia Tech, they host Georgia State. Kentucky and Western KY play. North Carolina, VCU. South Carolina hosting Gardner-Webb. Tennessee, now help me here. Tennessee is hosting High Point. Who's the team that beat LSU? Was it High Point or somebody else over the weekend? Or was it before then? Who's the team that beat LSU? I thought it was High Point, but maybe it's not. Correct me on that one. Bean count me on that one. Florida State hosting South Florida. I'll just 
Pull a couple of these out. Little Rock at Ole Miss. Indiana State coming here to play Vanderbilt. And just skipping through, skipping through. Aggies hosting Lamar. Texas A&M, man. Watch out. Look out. Sanford at Auburn. There you have it. Texas hosting St. John's. Believe that's right. Texas hosting St. John's. Anyways, is is that the same team that is is do I have the name wrong? Let me let me pull this up again. Tennessee is hosting today at 4:30 Eastern time. Got to remember Knoxville is on Eastern time. They're hosting High Point. Is that the same program that beat LSU? I think I think it is. Is that right? Okay. All right. I'm just saying. Topwater assassin Bill, tell Georgia to be aware or beware, either way, of the blue hose. I will. I will. Also, says Bill, one of my best friends was a scout team linebacker at the Citadel when they were good. Before every snap, he said that he would say a quick prayer, which sounded like this, Dear God, don't let me get my leg broken. Said it was absolutely horrible. That I haven't thought about that. Oh, Stony Brook. Beat LSU. There you go. Stony Brook, High Point, you know, what's the difference? (laughs) I don't know how I got those confused, but I did. Yeah, I don't know how I got those crossed up, but I did. I haven't thought about that. Yeah, let's take this uh, wishbone or, or triple option conversation to another level. And this started with Bill Shank's really good interview with Paul Johnson talking about his success for his uh, successor, Jeff Collins, and how he had no respect for him and all that. Imagine that you are a scout team player, maybe on defense, or a, a you know, your scout team or your third team or whatever, and every day you're going against what they do offensively, which is the triple option. You imagine that. Every day you go to class, and then at about 2, you get to the locker room, get taped up, put on your uniform, and you know you're about to go out there and endure absolute hell. Now, not that you scrimmage every day. I shouldn't, I shouldn't present it that way. You don't anymore. Well, and probably never did in the first place, but but you don't scrimmage nearly as much now as you used to. But in those particular days, those those segments of practice, imagine that's all you're out there for. You're never going to get to play. You're doing it for the love of the game. You're doing it for the love of probably the school you're at, right? You want to be part of it, help somehow, and your job is to be a crash test dummy Defending the triple option. That's your nightmare. 
That's the nightmare you signed up for. <laughs> oh, my God. Tom and Myrtle Beach, hey, Bill, it was Stony Brook. Beat him at Skip Bertman Field, 5-2. to two. Okay. Stony Brook is not in Knoxville to take on Tony Vols this afternoon. Craig in the 704 says, Bill, when Coach Irk Russell came to Georgia Southern, he told offensive coordinator Ben Griffith, I don't care what offense we run as long as we run the option at least one time a game. As defensive coordinator, Coach Russell hated defending the option. Paul expanded on what Ben started. Those are good stories, man. I never, now one guy I never talked to, never interviewed, never had the chance, wished I would have, was Eric Russell. Never did. Don't think I was ever around him. Now, Irk was on the, uh, he was, he was, when did he leave Georgia? I, I saw him coach. He was coordinator there for Vince, defensive coordinator. But I never was in his presence, certainly, and I never had a chance or happened to be around when he was coaching to interview him. That would have been cool. I don't, I don't know, Irk. I get the feeling he might not have been. Mr. Media Guy, not not rude or anything, but not Mr. You know, let me let me see how many media guys I can buddy up with. I don't sense that was his mo. I could be wrong now. Just saying. Sam Dog in Middle Georgia, Griff coming up in about five minutes. By the way, says Bill. Watched a lot of outstanding football with Coach Johnson when he was at Georgia Southern. Adrian Peterson and the run in the 99 championship game against the Sweater Vest and Youngstown State. YouTube, it's worth your time. He's not talking about the same Adrian Peterson at, at Oklahoma. I can imagine. Stephen Hawkinsville, Georgia. Bill, the triple option was awesome during the 70s and 80s, but now it would be considered a gimmick. Well, I wouldn't really care what anybody calls it. Is it efficient? Is it successful? And I think it. I think you, you could do it, not that anybody's going to, but I think the premise that you couldn't do it today is not correct. Now, what would be the negatives? We talked about it. If you get behind and you have to throw it, you probably don't have a quarterback that's going to be successful when everybody knows he's got to throw the ball. That's hard. Not sure you change your offense because of that, but but that's a problem. Recruiting. Recruiting's a problem. Recruiting, uh, number one, you're not going to get a quarterback who's got a live arm because that's a death sentence for his future. Taking that uh, that scholarship and that job, receivers aren't going to be real attracted to it because you're not getting the ball much. Your job will be blocking. Let's face it, you're human. You want the ball. Well, you ain't getting the ball if you're a wide receiver, probably in that offense, not much. And it's kind of like basketball. Everybody's human. I know. Not everybody can shoot. Not everybody's as good 
a score is the next guy. You still want the ball, though, right? So receivers, that's a problem. If you're an offensive lineman and you obviously want to play on Sundays, what kind of pass pro lessons tutoring are you getting in practice? Running that offense. If you're a stud defensive lineman, you want to go there and deal with that crap every day? <laughs> huh? Now, I don't think that, that hurts your pro future any. Because if you're a dude, you're a dude. But but you want to go and have to mess with that crap around your knees and ankles all day? Every day at practice? That's a problem. That's a problem. If you're, if you're a DB, now... DB, you're going to go against the other team's offense, but what kind of offense you uh, going against in practice that gets you ready for the passing teams you're going to see? So recruiting is an issue with that. It's a problem. Griff, when we come back, Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. It remains pretty sluggish at times. 24 westbound coming out of Murfreesboro, Rutherford County as you come through Laverne and Smyrna headed towards Nashville. Still pretty busy also on Vietnam Vets, but it's been moving fairly decent up through there through Hendersonville on Vietnam Vets headed towards Conference Drive. A lot of traffic trying to get in from the west side out through Bellevue on 40 east from OHB uh, passing uh, Highway 70 as well on the Bellevue exit. Just give yourself extra time coming in right now from uh, Dixon County. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring. Check out that menu today. You can Order online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com/joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. 
In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's a Bill King Show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Bill King is the king of college football, and his sample size is large. Just ask him. We do not have Griff yet. Searching. Looking around the corner, looking behind trees, we're trying to find Griff. Anyways, he flew in about an hour plus ago to Atlanta. He's trying to get back and said he could do it about 20, 25 minutes into hour three on our show. We'll effort him, and when we land him, we'll pull him right up on these airwaves. Got a bunch of questions, good questions here for Griff. Bill. Bringing in James Coley, and this is from Georgia Dog. Does that help with losing Dell McGee as a recruiter, Bill? Ask Griff that. That's a good question. Sam Dog wants to know, hey, Griff, what about Charlie Condon? Now, what do you want to know there? Is he good? He's considered maybe a top five pick in the draft, right, at some point? Charlie, Charlie is wasn't last year his true sophomore year, and then he's a true junior this year, right? You guys correct me on that. Guy's a beast, absolute beast, and I've seen where some have him listed. Now I haven't. It's not like I'm looking at mock MLB drafts right now in February, but absolute beast. Yeah, that's a good question too for him. And there's a few others we'll stack up for Griff. Tomorrow, Blake Rafino will check in from the boot down in Louisiana. Also, Brett Ciancia with pick six previews. That is 
Wednesday, I'm not really looking to add any this week. Last week we added Catch, brought him in, Jeff Catchum. We added Jay Book to the list of guests from Bucknuts. The Ohio State site had a very good conversation with him. But as of right now, I think we're going to sit pat with where we're at this week on all the on all the guesting. No real blockbuster news that's out there, let's say overnight into today. Nothing that really jumps out at me. A lot of talk. We spent so much time on this last week about the committee meeting and talking about the future when it comes to the playoffs, the structure when it comes to the playoff. When we get to the new contract, the new media contract, which is not signed, but the structure of it is in place, the contract. When we get to 26, what's it going to look like? Nothing new there that I know of. I did see what Charlie Baker has sent a memo out detailing, but not real specifically, the NCAA's next course of action, if any, after the East Tennessee federal court hearing and the injunction being granted, there's not really anything they can do. I really I really don't know what the if you're talking about the NCAA, I don't really know what their recourse is. You're not gonna win in court. Allen and Tampa Bill. Griff is probably looking for his mask being a Corona bro. I don't think Griff's a Corona bro. I don't think he... <laughs> uh, Top Water Assassin. Bill, how the hell this is a good question. Did Georgia Tech get Calvin Johnson? Was he already there when Paul Johnson got the job? If I remember that story correctly, I think he just, when it came down to recruiting, I think he is one of the guys that actually really did stress the academic side of 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 Georgia Tech. I that's that's what I think I remember back in the day. Because he was he was about 20 years ago and everybody in America wanted him. Yeah, everybody wanted him. Anyways, Griff is with us. Griff was not on that beat back in 03, but Mike Griffith with us, AJC's Dog Nation. Griff, good morning to you. I know you've been traveling. Yes, sir. Good morning, Bill. Question from Georgia Dog. His item is, does bringing in and bringing back Coach James Coley offset losing Del McGee when it comes to recruiting? Well, I don't know if you're looking for an offset. It's a, it's a different coach. Uh, I think it's um, I think it's a good move. You know, you look at all the guys that James Coley recruited, from George Pickens to James Cook and um, Javon Wims, uh, Tyson Campbell. I mean, James Coley has a lot of great relationships in Florida. Uh, he's a guy who understands what he's getting into. That you know, him and Kirby have a really good relationship. Kind of felt like, you know, he kind of got miscast in 2019, the year he was the OC, because, 
you know, Georgia literally had six receivers get hurt that year, and they basically started a different lineup every game, and it made it really hard for Jake Prime to get on track. So, you know, they only went, you know, 11-2 and two that year, 12-2 and two or something like that. I think they lost uh, the Joe Burrow LSU team beat them in 2019, and um, I think that was the year they got upset by Muschamp uh, in, in, at Georgia. I think that was their last home loss back in 2019. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think Coley's a big hire. Uh, I like the new, I like the new running backs coach as well. Um, he's been in the state a long time through the high school ranks. Uh, coming out of Georgia Tech, he's, he's, a, he's a fast riser. He's at Western Kentucky. So you got a really hungry, younger coach. Um, you know, and I just think sometimes, you know, coaches that have been assistants for a long time, you know, they're, they're ready to be head coaches or they're ready to be coordinated. They're ready for a change. And the game has changed to where, you know, they know how it used to be, so maybe maybe it's not as much fun or they're not as energized by it or maybe they can't have the kind of relationship with players they used to have. So I think Georgia got better with these coaching changes. Um, I think it's a, a good sign for Kirby that he's got this kind of positive attrition. Basically along the same lines, Mike the Mad Dog says, Griff, despite some social media blowback for bringing James Coley back to Georgia, do you agree with Kirby's decision to bring him back? You know, I was amazed. Uh, I've been commenting more on social media than I should lately. Um, (laughs) Honestly, I got sucked in by some Michigan State fans that were talking about Tom Izzo. You know, they could get somebody better. And I'm like, are you people crazy? And then I read some post about, you know, second-guessing Kirby Smart, and I'm thinking to myself, people, do you realize that Kirby's had three straight undefeated regular seasons? Like, I don't know if there's another coach in any sport, Bill, that's had three straight undefeated regular seasons. I think 12-0, 12-0, 12-0. I mean, who else has done that? I, I don't know. Has Nick Saban ever had three straight 12-0 seasons? I mean, yeah, you throw in the playoff, you throw in the SEC title game, he's, he's lost once once. Uh, once in that, he's, uh, I guess he lost in a, yeah, I guess that was what he lost. <laughs> and then many losses, you know, and, and the fact that people are even asking these questions are just, it's, it's mind blowing. It's like, you know what? You just won a million dollars. Oh yeah. Well, I should have won a million one. I mean, it's like, where, where, where is this, where does this dissension even come from? How do you second guess Tom Izzo or Kirby Smart? I, I just, I'm really dumbfounded by it. Tommy Myrtle Beach says, guys, Georgia baseball 7 and 0, so I guess it's now a baseball school. Uh, probably a little premature. <laughs> Haven't really played anybody yet. Um, needed walk off to beat Northern Kentucky and no offense to Northern Kentucky, but I'd never heard of Northern Kentucky before they played Georgian baseball. I probably should have. I'm sure it's a fine institution, just as I'd never heard a high point until they out-rebounded Georgia basketball in the first half. Uh, they're seven and zero. West Johnson is is a real positive coach. Um, there's a different tone for sure. Charlie Common, maybe the best hitter in the country. Uh, I think this guy's hitting over six hundred with like six home runs and twenty eight at bats. I think he's walked twice as much as he struck out. I mean, this guy's he's statuesque. I mean, he, he's a first round major league baseball draft pick, hands down. But he may be a national player of the year. The question remains about pitching. In college baseball, it's always about pitching. And Georgia, I think, has 18 transfers and 10 freshmen. Um, so uh, we'll find out more when the SEC season starts, obviously, or when the competition gets a little deeper. 
Griff, I meant to ask you, you've been down in Gainesville, right, for a, a Spurrier event. Yeah, we, we, we presented the Spurrier Award last night um, with Coach Spurrier and um, Chris Doring, uh, and I uh, worked that award. And uh, Mark Rick was honored as the legend, so we got to visit with Coach Rick and his wife. And Jamie Chadwell, who went 13-0 and during the regular season and, and at Liberty. Uh, I know they lost to Oregon in the, in the Fiesta Bowl, but, boy, Jamie Chadwell sure looks like a guy that's going to be coaching in the SEC real soon. He was the first-year winner. He was the Spurrier Award winner. Rick was the legend. Uh, we had the quarterback uh, from Arizona, Noah Papita, there. Uh, he was our offensive freshman of the year. Uh, then we had our defensive player from Purdue, kid, uh, true freshman, honored six tackles and six picks. So Purdue head coach Ryan Walters was there, and, and the new Arizona coach Brennan was there. So we had we had a lot of head coaches. We had a lot of players. Um, coach Burger was in his element, uh, had some fun, uh, poked a lot of fun at a few people, as he usually does. Um, so there was a lot of laughs and uh, good times in Gainesville at uh, Spurs Gridiron Grill last night. How is a uh, question here on the tax line? How is Coach Rick's health? He's good. Looked great last night. Looked fantastic. He was fine. Good. Um, got up there, gave a nice you know speech, poked some fun at Coach Spurrier. You know, they kind of tease him. I'll tell you what, Coach Spurrier though, he you know he now Mark was there as a legend as a head coach, but Coach Spurrier went out of his way to talk about how good Mark was as an offensive coordinator at Florida State and, and how um, he said, you know, yeah, the Gators, we were only 4-8 and eight against you, Mark, when you were there at Florida State. And he said, was it 12 years in a row that Florida State was ranked in the top four? Mark said 14. And Coach Spurrier said, well, that's consistency. Think about that. Florida State was ranked in the top four 14 straight years yep. uh, in the Bobby Bowden era. I mean, that's unbelievable dominance. And Mark was there for that before he went to Georgia. And, uh, you know, like I, I said last night during my presentation, I said, you know, when, when Coach Spurrier left and, you know, Tennessee beat uh, the Gators in 2001, of course, in the swamp and Coach Spurrier's last game in Gainesville as the head coach, uh, a lot of us in Tennessee thought it was, that Tennessee was going to take over the league. Um, but then Mark Rick came along. And, and in 2002, uh, Georgia won the SEC for the first time in 20 years and and then Georgia really kind of became a thorn in Tennessee's side after after Coach Fulmer had dominated the 90s uh, against Georgia. So it's it's fun to get the legends together and, and, and tell the stories. And Coach Spurrier finally told me what happened when they lost to Auburn in 93 on a pick six and finally revealed that a signal was missed. I'd wondered all these years uh, why Danny Werfel was thrown right before halftime with a two-touchdown lead. And uh, Auburn guy picked it off and took it back for a touchdown, and Auburn came back and won. And Spurrier remembered the play call. He remembered the signals. He was he's like, I signaled this in right here, and Danny looked and saw this, and Doring's running open over the middle, and I'm going, man, this guy's got recall of the game from 31 years ago. He remembers the play, Bill. It's amazing. He sat there at the SEC football media days with me before we were on air and went through his senior year at Science Hill and the championship high school baseball game, the state title game. Named players and everything. It's incredible. Oh, he's remarkable. And and, and I didn't know this. He lived in Athens, Tennessee, uh, for five years before his family moved to Johnson City. Apparently his father got a bigger church. His father was a a pastor. So, you know, wax and poetic about legends, and I know some people are going, well, how is this relevant to today? And, you know, college football is is different, I think, than, than a lot of sports because I think tradition matters, and I think there's a lot of memories and, 
I think when we say the name Steve Spurrier, it makes a lot of people feel a certain kind of way, uh, just as the way Philip Fulmer, um, you know, Coach Fulmer had such great dominance in, in schools. They were just, these coaches uh, used to be such a source of pride uh, for their institution um, and the way they represented themselves in the school and, and what it meant when they led these programs to championships. And I, I hope we can kind of stay with that. I mean, sometimes coaches nowadays, Bill, I don't know that, I don't know that they really understand the importance of their ambassadorship um, or the importance that, that they hold, you know, with so many people in the state. I mean, anytime I come back to Tennessee and I see all the orange and white and the ball flags and the checkerboard end zone designs, I mean, it reminds me of why I got into this business um, to see that kind of pride. And certainly going down to Gainesville last night and, and being around all the, the Gators, um, you know, was, was really, you know, they had so many of their guys from the 1990s there last night. Uh, Doug Johnson and Shane Matthews and Redell Anthony and uh, you know, Brandon Spikes. It was just such a collection of who's who. And uh, they all get back together and talk about those good times. And I hope, I hope the fans do too. All right, quick one. Ken in Middle Georgia wants to know if you're going to be at the Macon Touchdown Club Spring Jamboree. He would like to meet you. Oh, that's great. No, I, I don't have plans to be there. Uh, right now I'm just focused on the next flight up to Indianapolis for the NFL Combine this week. And uh, be writing a lot about those Georgia guys up there and, and maybe some of the Alabama and Florida State guys too. All right, Griff. Appreciate it, man. Have a good one, Bill. Didn't get to a lot of questions for Griff there. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, a bunch of good questions left on the cutting room floor. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Still limping along a bit here from our earlier crash on 65 southbound just before you get down to Trinity Lane. That's been running a little bit slow, passing Dickerson Pike coming down from the north. Still a lot of volume waiting for you over here on 40 westbound. It's Spence Lane trying to get past Fessler's. Still heavy traffic continues uh, up out of uh, Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, towards Nashville on 24 westbound, but it's moving right now up by Bell Road. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services right here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. Check them out today. TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. 
Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Patrick Mahomes, he's in the GOAT conversation with this win. I'm calling him Michael Jordan, essentially, because he's taking other people's rings. There's no shame in losing to Patrick Mahomes. He's that good. If you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes, you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes, GOAT-level kind of guy. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNF. King is the mother twelfth data point of college football. Breaking the seven hundred four, Bill Calvin Johnson played for Chan Daly. He says Demarius Thomas was the holdover receiver. Yeah, that's right. Also, Jim and Jupiter says the same thing. Bill, he played for Chan Gailey. But wasn't his recruitment because you would think he'd go to Georgia or a, a big brand name. Not that Georgia Tech doesn't have history and brand, but not not like those, right? But apparently, and I I remember reading this, and this is a while back, that the academic reputation actually mattered to him. I think that's what I read. If if you're as good as he is or was and just an all-time type talent, it probably doesn't matter where you go. It probably doesn't. That guy could show up and play Juco ball and still be an NFL baller, right? Doesn't doesn't matter. He's that he's that kind of dude. He's that kind of dude. Jim and Jupiter, did Griff just say that Georgia player is the best hitter? I think he said might be. Well, Condon certainly is one of those. If you're talking about the best dudes in in college baseball, he's got to be somewhere in the conversation. The guy that's got everybody buzzing right now. There's several, but it's the uh, and Johnny Vegas could tell you better than me, but. It's the hitter out there at Oregon State. They're talking about him maybe being the top player taken in the draft. But Charlie Condon is an absolute baller. Yeah, Jim and Jupiter, Bill Calvin Johnson played for Chan Gailey. Yep. I don't know. I was I was thinking there was some overlap. But there, if you think about it time-wise, there's no way there could be an overlap there. When you're that good, and again, he was a five-star. Everybody wanted him. 
Here's another one. This is from down in Florida. D says, Bill, Calvin Johnson's dad played at Tech. Yeah, I'd forgotten. If that's if that's the case, I certainly had forgotten about that. Aaron in the 615, and here's one I didn't get to. Ask Griff, did Georgia make a run at Kelsey Pope at Tennessee? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure what all went on there, but yeah, I think so. Georgia, Georgia, what what happened to them though, staff wise? They're in good shape. That that's none of that's a worry. Let me ask you this: Is the same head coach there at Georgia? Is the answer yes? Okay, well then I think they're okay. <laughs> that's if he goes, which I see no scenario where that happens. But if if that were the case, then maybe we'd sit here and talk about the worry of replacing a guy like that. Griff's right. Three straight 12 and 0s. Who's the last guy to do that? Three straight regular season 12 and 0s. I'm maybe I'm skipping over somebody here. You got to go back to Bud Wilkinson. Of course, he didn't play 12 regular season games back then. He had a 47 game win streak. So maybe in there you, you had a situation like that. But I don't know. Not not Nick Saban. Not Bear Bryant. Who else you want to throw out there? Not Bobby Bowden. Not Dabo Swinney. Not Urban Meyer. I can't think of one. That's a really good an outstanding point by Griff, who was just with us a couple of minutes ago. He'll be back at his regular slot. Well, I say that, but he's heading off to Indy. We may have to finagle the time next week with him, now that I think about it. Because, remember, when he's out there, he's at the uh, mercy of when those press conferences, and in particular, he's out there for the Georgia players. And not knowing what that schedule is going to look like right now, he is at the mercy of whatever that schedule looks like. Or coming up, is it okay? Coming up this week, okay. So he'll he'd be back next week, Patton. Okay. 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 So he'll be back. Well, you know that's another thing. He would have. He probably would have said something. Johnny Vegas says, Bill, the. Second baseman for Oregon State is Travis Bazana. There's a lot of talk about him. And, again, I've just seen the highlights. But there's talk about this kid being perhaps, debatable, the top pick or one of the first couple of picks in the Major League Baseball draft coming up a couple of months down the road. But, Charlie Condon absolutely belongs in some kind of conversation about the best dudes in the game right now, the best hitters in the game. That is not a point that's out of order or anything. Now, you may not hear much about him because Georgia baseball has been rather um, stagnant. But 
Off to a really good start. We do know that. Off to a really good start. Got to get the break here. Remember, tomorrow, Blake Rafino down in the booth. He'll be with us. And Brett Ciancia, pick six previews. That's on the Wednesday edition. Oh, and Friday we will be on the road. That's March 1st. We'll be at the Omni. Looking forward to that. Good morning. Still limping along a bit here from our earlier crash on 65 southbound just before you get down to Trinity Lane. That's been running a little bit slow, passing Dickerson Pike coming down from the north. Still a lot of volume waiting for you over here on 40 westbound. It's Spence Lane trying to get past Fessler's. Still heavy traffic continues uh, up out of uh, Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, towards Nashville on 24 westbound, but it's moving right now up by Bell Road. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services right here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. Check them out today. Tomahawk Crane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. 
Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity as the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. The Bill King Show, broadcasting live on Sports Radio 93.1 WXKO ESPN Middle Georgia. Call or text the show now at 615-844-5600. Mike the Mad Dog, hey Bill. Always interesting to see if you get Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde when it comes to Griff. That's a very good wordsmithing sentence. It's funny, too. It's part of the charm of Griff is you don't know what you're getting. That is true. I like that. I do. I like that. Griff, very rarely subdued, probably a little tired there because of travel. But next week will be a brand new chapter. We'll see what happens when he joins us. Jim and Jupiter said, Bill, love that Mark Rick corrected Spurrier being ranked in the top five at season's end for 14 straight years. That is a stat that's been around, and it's true, and it's remarkable. If if we want to talk about some of the all-time runs a coach has had, Nick Saban's total of seven national championships. And think about it. His first one was the 03 season at LSU. Six more. The last one was 2020. This guy won seven national championships in, what would that be, 17 years? That's crazy. That is lunacy is what that, that's bananas is what that is. Miami winning five and 18 years with four different coaches. That's bananas. But somewhere in there, you have to throw out Bobby Bowden's 90s run, dominating a league, the ACC, winning two national championships, having plenty of other teams that were capable as well, and going 14 years during a stretch where they never ranked worse than fifth in the nation. That's, I'm trying to come up with a different word. (laughs) That's cray-cray is what that is. You can't. When you're in the middle of a run like that, I know it's hard for fans to grasp because they're used to it. It feels normal, right? But the fact of the matter is, doing that ever again is is unlikely. 
Doing that ever again is unlikely. Winning like Nick did over that stretch is very unlikely for anybody. I don't care where you're at. It's very unlikely. Because you're living it, it feels like it's just a day at the office, right? Well, it's not. It's historical. It's a historical aberration, even if it's Alabama, which has more success than any other football college ever, right? It's still an aberration. It's it's hard to do. But again, when you're living it, hey, I'm 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 here. I I'm watching it. I see it happen. We could do this again. The chances of you doing that again are negligible. Doesn't mean you can't win big, but but on that startling level over that stretch of time is again off the chart. Jeff too said Bill Moore and Calvin Johnson said Bill he didn't mess around. The Johnsons did. Calvin was forbidden to play sports if he did not make A's and B's. Says Johnson's mother holds a doctor of education. Johnson's parents stressed education in his childhood, forbidding him from playing sports if he didn't receive A's and B's in school. Well, all of that upbringing, everything he got done worked out well. Now, when you have that kind of talent, Imagine that kind of immense talent, which was certainly I don't I don't have any stories about him when he was in junior high, but but this guy was Johnny Five Star. It wasn't like he came on and everybody went, Wow, what's this? Who's this dude? Now everybody in recruiting wanted that guy. Don't blame him. Yeah, don't blame him at all. Tomorrow, Blake Profino, Brett Ciancia with us. That's the guesting on the Wednesday edition. And if something were to materialize, meaning something pops up that's interesting that I think is worthy of a slot, maybe we'd put it in there. But as of right now, I do not consider anything worthy of this moment. I just I, I don't know who I would add and what it would add to the show as of right now. So we'll stick with those two for the moment here this week. Folks, on Friday, we're at the Omni. We are turning the page to March. It's already March. Right around the corner, y'all. Coming at you fast. Yesterday, crazy day. C-O-I-N, were you following it? I got one for you. Are you looking at P-A-N-W? Why would you be looking at it? Because Nancy Pelosi bought about a million dollars worth of options on it, and it's gone nuclear. No, I'm not kidding. People follow that stuff. I, I would have gotten in, but I'm a little late there. There's just another one. SMCI right now cooling off. Chill on that one right now. Flashbomb.